Welcome to the Woven Well podcast. I'm your host, Caitlin Estes. I'm a certified fertility care practitioner with a master divinity degree. Each episode will cover a topic that helps educate and empower you on your fertility while honoring the deep connection your fertility has with your faith. Let's get started. Welcome back to the Woven Well podcast. As a certified fertility care practitioner, I have the privilege of hearing some of the most intimate thoughts or struggles of women and couples as it relates to their fertility. One that I've heard again and again from women over the years is this feeling of disconnection from their own bodies. And they may not be able to express it exactly like that. It may come out as, you know, maybe they don't feel comfortable with their body after pregnancy or weight changes, or maybe they feel so beaten down from years of trying to get their cycles regular or their periods stop being painful. Maybe they're dealing with infertility or miscarriage and feel uncertain about how do you make peace with a body that feels more like a burden than a blessing at certain points. I've had clients who feel ashamed about their menstrual blood each cycle because at some point as a child, they were told how gross or dirty it was, or they had a really embarrassing moment in middle school and it left a painful mark on their relationship with their menstrual cycle to this day. Maybe they've experienced some sort of abuse or trauma in life that honestly makes it difficult to embrace their body in lots of different ways. So many different stories and journeys, but each one marked by a very real pain and struggle. Each one suggesting that there's something wrong with our bodies. Maybe it's the fertility or womanhood or the body itself. Something about us feels broken and not good enough. There's something wrong with our worth. And that's a heavy burden to bear. I mean, it doesn't help that we encounter this message all the time. TV shows, celebrity actions, even those middle school mean girls, or let's say water cooler mean girls, because they grow up. (laughs) Whenever someone begins using weight as a measurement of worth, for instance, or fertility as a measurement of womanhood, these are just a couple examples, there's going to be a slow disconnect from our bodies that leads to shame and disrespect and deep pain. You know what all this reveals, in my opinion? How we feel about our bodies matters. And it's not just because of, you know, hashtag self-love. And yes, I did the fingers. I couldn't help it. I just did it, okay? Um, I'm not against the self-love movement but not the cheap version we see hashtagged and praised, okay? Self-love is often used just as this quick little way to find something about yourself that makes you feel good. It doesn't have to fit society's standards, you know, that's okay if it's outside of that, but it's really just an attempt in the moment to make you feel a little bit better about yourself. But whatever you could come up with on that list, smooth skin, brand new car, marathon rather, anything. It's just going to get scratched out when it changes because things are going to change. You will age. You could have an accident. Time will always pass. You know, you could get an injury. Instead, let's consider this. 
When God made us, we were designed in the image of God. Unlike any other animal or creation, we were chosen for special relationship with God. We were chosen to be image bearers. And being made in God's image gives us intrinsic or natural, essential dignity. And this is huge. This means we do not have to do anything to have this value. In fact, we cannot do anything to have this value. You right now are valuable. You are worthy of love. You have dignity. And it has nothing to do with where you're from, what your body can do, who knows you, who respects you. You have it because God gifted you with it. And it's not just you and me either. All humans have this same dignity, every single one. And this dignity applies to body and soul. You are intentionally both body and soul. So if you were a new client in the first half of 2022, you received a t-shirt from me with your new supplies, and it had a very simple message on the front, body and soul. And this is where it all came from. You experience life, body and soul. You have value, body and soul. You were designed and crafted, body and soul. Your fertility matters, body and soul. I think we're all pretty comfortable acknowledging how important the soul is. I mean, it's the soul. We know it has eternal significance. But if we are body and soul and we honor the soul, we have to honor the body too, not as equal, but as intentionally bound on earth and in heaven. So we can honor the body as a gift, regardless of its health or wholeness or beauty or how we even measure those things. Because remember, all those measurements mean nothing. Your body as it is, is meaningful and significant. And again, they're not equal, body and soul. We definitely want the soul to lead the body and not the other way around. Check out Galatians 5 for that. But the Bible most definitely directs us to the importance of our physical bodies. Prime example, being Jesus himself, God incarnate, choosing to come live among us flesh and blood, body and soul, God and man. And look at all the ways we're invited into deeper relationship with God through the physical body, baptism of the body, holy communion or the Lord's Supper, physical service to our neighbors and those in need. These are all examples of physical participation with spiritual fruit. You know, it's possible that our bodies actually help us to better understand the spiritual aspect of things. So viewing the body in this way as intentionally united with the soul means we just can't see the body as only an object of pleasure or utility anymore. Can they provide us with utility and pleasure? For sure. But we can't mistake that for their purpose anymore. There's just too much at stake. Instead, our bodies point us to understand God as our creator, Jesus as our brother, and the spirit as our sustainer. When we devalue ourselves as the creation, it devalues the one who created us. But recognizing and acknowledging our human dignity, both body and soul, That transforms so much in our lives, how we respect our bodies, how we honor others, those who look and act like us and those who don't, how we engage the world, how we worship, 
how we value human life outside of our own, how we view ourselves as women. It affects how we see marriage and sexuality in our children. It makes a difference. It really does change everything. But that doesn't mean that it comes naturally. It does. It takes some practice. But this is where the deeper, much richer version of self-love comes in. Because I think sometimes the most frequent way that we can practice honoring this radical dignity of all people is to acknowledge it in ourselves. Because those influences that we mentioned earlier, TV shows and celebrities and, you know, the mean girls, they're all going to point us towards anything but God to determine our worth. Our finances, Instagram followers, vacations, relationship status, I mean, you know, career, education, you name it. And once we start seeing that, it's really easy to notice it everywhere. And each time can be an opportunity for us to practice honoring God by honoring that essential dignity given to us. So when we're tempted to devalue God's goodness in our creation, we can remember, my worth comes from the creator who said it was good. God created my body with intention and beauty. God's dignity cannot be taken away from me. Perfect or not, my body as a woman has the unique possibility to do miraculous things, ovulate eggs for conception, bring new life into the world through pregnancy, sustain young life through lactation. God made me uniquely. No one else can be me. No soul will ever duplicate mine. No body will ever mirror mine. These things are because I am loved and I am valuable to God. All this value we're talking about, it doesn't come from us. And that is such a freeing thing. That means it can't be taken away. It can't be downgraded. It can't be altered in any way by us or anyone else. Nothing, you know, not poverty, not sickness, sin, not status, brokenness, not even death can take it away. Not constant bleeding, not anovulatory cycles, not weight gain, not abuse, not infertility, not the opinions of others. You can't add to your worth and you can never lose it. You are worthy. Your body is precious. Your soul is significant. It can never change. We do know that we're going to have difficult challenges in life, though. Every single one of us has them. And some of them are going to be physical. So I'm not in any way trying to diminish the pain of infertility or the frustration of confusing cycles or the hurt of someone giving belittling comments or our own thoughts. They're real and they hurt and they may be a very real daily challenge for you in this season. And when that happens, it is okay to feel that. It's okay to cry. It's okay to feel pain, even though none of us want to. But... We can fight the temptation to believe that those things that hurt us so deeply are also chipping away at our dignity, are crumbling our value and our worth. Because the only one that can accurately measure those is God. And God has ensured your value by weaving it into your very DNA. So that changes what self-love means a little bit, doesn't it? So I'm, I'm not against the self-love movement. I'm really not. The opposite is self-hate, and that's no good. 
But the self-love is so much deeper and richer than the common use of the term. So how can we all practice this different version of self-love, the self-love that honors the dignity of the human body that God designed? Here are five ways to start. One, give it what it needs. So give your body what it needs. Incorporate rest into your days. Put it on your calendar. Practice it daily and weekly. Stay hydrated. Nourish your body. Surround yourself with a good community. Prioritize your safety. You may be thinking, oh, what what do you mean by that? If we are valuable, then we can respect our bodies by what's going to be my second point, protecting our bodies. Whether that's from toxic relationships or a work environment or from abuse or maybe harmful chemicals or pesticides or hormones, you know, our bodies are worth protecting. Three, let your body speak to you and then respect what it has to say. So we all came out of the womb knowing how to tell when we're hungry or we're thirsty, but our bodies have so many other ways of communicating what it needs. Learn how to tell when your body shows you early signs of stress or anxiety, for instance, and then prioritize rest and healthy activities like walking or journaling when you start to see those signs. Learn how your body reveals where you are in your menstrual cycle so you can know what it needs and can respond according to your fertility intention. Number four, ensure your worth comes from God and not men. Literal men and humanity, either one, both. Either one standards are impossible and their favor is fickle, okay? So remind yourself constantly of the love God imprinted into your very DNA. And lastly, number five, worship God with your body. We mentioned earlier how you can participate through baptism, communion, service, but solitude, fasting, even dance are all ways you can connect and worship God through your body. You, just as you are, hair color or no hair, tall or short, smooth skin or rough, any diagnosis, any physical or mental capabilities, growing womb or empty, you were made with beauty and purpose and dignity to delight in relationship with God, your creator. I feel so honored that you would listen to the Woven Well podcast. It is always a joy and we would love to connect with you in any way. You may want to attend an introductory session and begin working with me one-on-one if you want to understand your fertility. You may want to be a part of the community and join us on Instagram at Woven Fertility or at Woven Well Podcast. You may want to email me personally, and you can do that at Caitlin at WovenFertility.com. But I would love to connect with you, and thank you so much for listening as we all explore together what it truly means to be woven well. Woven Well.